Hello, everybody, and thank you very much for tuning in to the Modders, Inc. podcast number 41. We're here to talk to you uh, real quick for uh, 30 minutes, and uh, we're going to try and be respectful and mindful of your time. Uh, we've got some really, really cool and interesting things that are happening right now in the technology community, the modding community at large. Uh, some great contests and some uh, some great information that we'd like to pass on to you. Uh, tonight's podcast is uh, um, not only abbreviated, but you've got, uh, well, except for Joe, we've got people that can actually maintain topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we got Joe and Ron on the line. Hey, guys, how you doing? Pretty good. I got a slinky today. <laughs> today. <laughs> Dude, passed to Walmart for like three bucks. I couldn't pass it out. See? See? <laughs> Topic? Joe. <laughs> Watch him just drop off and chase it. Slinky. <laughs> slinky. <laughs> okay, well, the first thing that's going on right now is... Uh, uh, stop. It's like squirrel. You got to stop putting that thing in the screen. Um, uh, the Alienware modding contest. Um, we know that... Uh, I think the voting starts... Is it Monday? March 21st? Yeah, they're almost done. The, the deadline's almost here. Mm-hmm. Came yeah. up pretty fast. I didn't expect it to be to be that uh, <laughs> that quick. Time flies. Time flies. Uh, we've uh, got three different teams that are competing inside the Alienware modding competition. You've got the Mod Dudes, you've got Modders, Inc., and then you've got uh, V1 Tech. Um, mod Dudes are... What is that? Is that... Uh, yeah, uh, you got, uh, yeah, we got Brian Carter... I think with uh, with BS mods, so Rod oh, okay. and Rod and Bob. Yeah, no competition there. No, those guys are those guys are pushovers. <laughs> it's basically BS mods featuring uh, Brian Carter. Yeah, Monster, as many people know him. Always nice. <laughs> and then Dwayne and uh, the team at Modders Inc. Mostly Dwayne. Um, I, I can't I can't lie too much about that. You know, it's just been kind of a. Uh, would you call it a logistical nightmare? Yeah. A log jam, if you will. But uh, Dwayne's been plugging away on that. We've been uh, chiming in and offering uh, guidance, help, assistance, suggestions, stuff like that. And I'm not sure what's going on with V1 Tech right now. Haven't heard much from them. Yeah, they, you guys have, heard they posted a concept there with a window, basically a mock up, but I haven't seen what they did. Actually, I haven't. Not on YouTube, not on the page. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, what they come up with by the end of this week. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So uh, Hassan teased some some backplates that he made that were uh, UV green, and that's about all I've really seen. Doesn't he have a stack of those though? He can just pull out. <laughs> <laughs> Repurposed. It was repurposed of like Alienware. I can say that much. <laughs> Rob, yes, Go Hassan. Yeah, buddy. Um, there's a, also another modding competition that uh, we just recently learned about, uh, Gigabyte. Uh, Gigabyte's got a modding competition coming up. Uh, it's going to be a compressed competition. Uh, it starts... Technically when, uh, last week, March oh, 11th. <laughs> Four speed, yay! <laughs> uh, and then it ends on April 26th. April 26th, right. yeah. Yeah, and then voting happens on April the 29th. 29th. Now, yeah, the interesting parts of this, uh, Ron, you want to talk about this at all? or? Uh, yeah, the, we are actually the uh, official, well, you could say the uh, the official site for it. Uh, part of the requirement for, uh, for participating is to register to the monitoring forums. 
and also to put the work log in there. So those who are interested, uh, you, the requirements are you have to be from the U.S. and Canada because of technical or like legal reasons, basically. While it would be nice to have people from all over the world, Mars are all over the world, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a logistical nightmare to kind of work out the legal details of yeah. to, to send somebody from yeah. other countries to all the way to Taipei, and that's also the, that's the main prize there. You're going to be is a big chance for Mars out there uh, to step up and be recognized if if you're not a pro yet or you know you're, you've been modding for some time and you want to get recognition. This is the best way for your name. Your name to get out there. You're you're going to be in the Gigabyte booth at Computex. Computex being the biggest PC only related trade show in the world. You're going to be walking, mm. talking with a lot of manufacturers there. You get a lot of exposure. And you PC get ex- master race. <laughs> and you get to explain <laughs> your mod. You got to showcase your mod there in person. I mean, it's sitting there. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of really good exposure right there. You can uh, find this. Uh, at, I believe this is a water cooling. Uh, uh, a gigabyte water cooling modding competition. So I believe the I'm gonna I'm gonna try and speak the URL out here. It's uh, event.gigabyte.us forward slash all hyphen events forward slash water cooling underscore mod underscore contest forward slash hashtag home. Yes, uh, right. they want. Uh, the theme would be since the Gigabyte's thirtieth anniversary, mm-hmm. uh, modders can choose between uh, either the, that theme, thirtieth anniversary theme, or the Gigabyte Blue theme, which is basically a little bit more purplish kind of blue. They provide the the uh, RGB colors there on the on yeah, their the rules page. Pantone codes and stuff like that. So, so. People can actually match it uh, with the, the paint that you want to use or what. The color code. Cool. No since, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> since it's a water cooling event, I think EKWB is also a sponsor, mm-hmm. and they'll be judging. So it, the judging will be done by one representative from Cooler Master, our very own Dwayne Carell, our editor in chief, and oh, uh, somebody from EKWB, a rep from EKWB, will be doing the judging on that. Right, and then you've got. It looks like the the prize, uh, the the whole contest is looks like it's sponsored by Intel, Intermax, Kingston, Nvidia, Corsair. Uh, Ours truly here at Modders Inc. and EKWB. Yeah, sending somebody, it's not cheap. The hotel and the, the, the plane ticket, is, is it costs a lot of money. So we, <laughs> these sponsors are chipping in to pay for that. And also, there's going to be second and third place prize winners. Hardware for those guys. See, I'm, look, I'm looking at the prize list right now, and, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just geek for here. So just a second. Um, their second place is a um, Gigabyte X99P SLI. Um, I just picked up an X99 SLI last night at Fry's. And every now and then I just take it out of the box and I just kind of look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Get tears in my eyes. Totally fill geek. those slots. Uh-huh, a lot of slots there to fill. 128 gigs of memory on that thing. Quad man. Can't wait. Even the I, even the CPU socket is pretty damn big. Yeah, that 2011 V3 is like um, it's it's if I see that those are all gold pins, so I might be able to like take that socket out, melt it down, and make a ring out of just the gold pins. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. You got a sweet graphics card in that one too. You got a 379. Yeah. Uh, was it our, uh, GTX 3 uh, GTX 970? So mm-hmm. yeah, four gig, nice, very nice. 
So there's a there's another competition right there with Gigabyte, uh, which is really cool. But of course, the largest, the grandfather of of cool of uh, of case modding, if you will, uh, in regards to uh, national and international talent, uh, is the Cooler Master competition, and that's is that that's going on right now. Yeah, I think it's uh, it ends in June, so or, or it will kind of a little bit over Computex on that since it's kind of a big event. It is a worldwide event. Uh, they, it lives up to the name World Series because you got so far you got about several dozen entries which are completed already, and there's still about two dozen more that are not completed from all over the world. Wow! Yeah, looking at the <clears throat> just in the tower mod right now. Hold on, is that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Yeah, it's probably about twenty. Wow. So about yeah. 2025, about 30. Goodness. And a lot of the a lot of the winners kind of made that. A lot of the previous champions made their name here at uh, mm-hmm. Case Mod World Series. So a lot of guys just started with that, and then now they're basically pro modders. They a lot of a lot of them do this for a living, like uh, the German winner uh, Ali Abbas. I think he's 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 from the UK, but I think he lives in Germany. Mm-hmm. He he has like a modding shop where he just basically modifies PCs. Oh, cool! And he, I think he also builds PCs, but he regular PCs, but he he, he customizes. He's the one who did the Viking one that we featured in the front page of our site right now. It was basically a an actual Viking themed uh, boat tower yeah. there. Oops. Hold on. I don't know if you have any favorites so far, Joe. I don't know if you've been following Joe with the uh, Cooler Master case mod event. Not the Cooler Master one. I, I was thinking I was going to enter in this year, but too many things all at once. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of options for modders out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It used to be that there was only one event or, uh, you know, one event uh, <laughs> per season. And now they're all like in the same time period right right it used, I, it used to be i would just build a computer for QuakeCon and then enter the contest and now i'm an, i'm uneligible to do that <laughs> well you could yep. you could uh you know grow a mustache and pretend <laughs> who is that is that offensive i'm oh, sorry i am josie and hell that okay. is so insensitive <laughs> I gotta say, uh, Bill Bill Owen has been uh, throwing down. I mean, because I'm I'm kind of a, an old school, like you know, the whole Gulf Ford GT coloration, color, that, that yeah. light sky blue and orange. Uh, he's using that light sky blue and orange on a, a Le Mans tribute case that's in this tower mod version of the case mod competition. That's that's now, pretty. Looks pretty dang good. And I was actually wondering if he was going to join, because I don't recall him joining any competition of any sort for a long time. I don't know if he ever mm-hmm. did, because he, right. he is busy with, with his site, with the MNPC Tech and ModZoo. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's interesting to see uh, somebody like Bill, who's basically a legend, pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's going to, that uh, what his impact on the modding world, mm-hmm. to be he throwing he down is, here with, he with a lo- everyone all over the world. He's one of the mod fathers. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm just 
looking at all looking at all this paint work and prep and a little bit of milling and it's it's it's, it's a nice build. It's a really nice build. It's good to see it's good to see Bill in one of these competitions too. I mean because. I mean, he has he's he's been he's been running his site, but it's it's good to see him get his competitive uses and get himself into the fray out there. So, Bill, if you're listening to this, big thumbs up to you, buddy. This thing is rocking. And the good thing about it is that it seems to be a lot of uh, kind of cottage modding cottage industries popping up as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not just uh, not just like on one place or or, or one country. You mm-hmm. literally see a lot of now. I see a lot from Italy. A lot from, and I didn't see last. I don't know if we saw a lot from Italy last year. I think the winner, one of the third place winners, I think, was from Italy. But this year, there seems to be a whole lot more, and then a whole lot uh, as well from Asia. All the other countries, mm-hmm. not just uh, there's there's a lot of Chinese ones and and Vietnamese oh. ones. Which which nationality was it? It was uh, Central or South American? Was it Brazilian? Where it was like it was like one person would enter, and then there was like the entire country that would back them up. Oh, <laughs> that was uh, that was a controversy actually last year because uh, last year at the Cooler Master event they had a People's Choice Award. Mm-hmm. Aside on top of the, the the top three winners, they had a People's Choice Award, which was basically pure voting. Mm-hmm. And there was one guy from Eastern European, uh, one one Eastern European country. I, I can't remember if it's Croatia. And he basically got his entire town and everyone around to vote, and he had overwhelming, mm. overwhelming vote by like a large amount, like nine thousand votes or something. So you know, if he's not breaking the rules, <laughs> and they got the hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Technically, it's it's yeah, correct. Te- yeah, yeah. They, they gave that special award. So <laughs> I can remember um, that modding site that was out there. That was the the modding competition. It was like a weekly monthly and uh there was you know popular vote and it got real out of, it just got real crazy real out of hand i think people i think manufacturers have learned now that to to, to always trust the the kind of voting by committee rather right. than, the, than the consensus right. of, of the, the community yeah i like the ones that that take the uh the the committee vote you know, where you have the, the industry leaders and the people who actually understand the hobby. Yeah. And then you do you do bring up um, audience participation by letting them have a vote, but it's only a small percentage of how it's going to affect the outcome. Yeah. It could be what ends up, you know, tipping, you know, two people that are tied. It may end up being that 20% of, uh, of the, of the, Votes that were cast, you know, that came from the popular vote that ends up winning the competition for them. But still, it's 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 one of those things that can that can really drive a contest is getting the the public into the participation of it, not feeling like they're just you know bystanders waiting for somebody to to force feed them who won whenever they have their own personal favorite. Yeah, I think the the percentage now is uh, I think Cooler Master is like thirty percent or twenty percent. Okay, it has been shrinking because. I mean, if you want to take the 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 event seriously, you definitely have to involve a lot more of a committee, committee right. voting. Because it's, I mean, you know, if you have a boxing match or or a uh, Olympics <laughs> event, you're not just gonna have a, a popular vote. You know, the with the audience there, you're gonna have 
experts in the field kind of giving their own uh, score. I don't here. know, man. They're in the they're in the eighties and nineties, man. France was on us for diving. It was gymnastics <laughs> too, man. France was just like you know, it was like nine, nine point five, nine point five, six from the judge from France. It was like, oh, really, man. Joe, you've been trying to say something. I keep interrupting you. What's up, buddy? Uh, that's the way Thermaltake actually does it. <coughs> the, the committee, or the, not the committee, the community vote is only a small part of what the actual final voting mm-hmm. counts for, which is good. Yeah, it's good. It, it gives, like like I was saying, you know, it gives the people a, an avenue to participate, but it's not what, it's not what the whole uh, competition will hinge upon. Yeah. I think one of the earliest ones, because a lot of the early early ones were, were well, kind of got screwed up because of that. I remember that there's a large Intel one, which is one of the biggest ones. And the winner basically was, uh, all he did, I'm not belittling his, his mod, but there was definitely a lot of entries that year. I think this was like 2005 or something. Mm-hmm. A lot of entries that year that were much better, much more original. I think the Doom mod was actually competing with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and then what this kid did was basically just blew everything, water cool it, and put a giant Intel logo on the side. And then people got got really pissed. I don't know if you guys remember that that mod. This was like 2007 or 2005. I can't remember. It was pretty old. That was before I was around. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was basically just that versus you know something that's like a what, with an automated door and some, <laughs> some other mods that were real mods. Yeah, yeah no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. That was a. I was involved in a competition with a manufacturer that will remain nameless just because I don't need to be throwing them under the bus. But it was a, it was one of their first attempts at having a modding competition, a customized computer competition. And uh, they announced their decision at midnight and bang, yours truly. Yeah, yeah, one. I jumped up and down. And then five minutes later, it was pulled down. Oh. And I'm like, what? And then. About five or ten minutes later, another person was announced as the winner. And I'm like, huh? So me and the uh, uh, me and the, the manager who had kind of brought me into the competition saying, look, you know, it would be a lot of fun if you'd participate. I chatted with him, and, it, and it, 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 it was one of those popular vote types of things. Oh. And the guy that won was a professor at a college and he was telling his students in all of his classes to submit a vote for him and bring the proof to class, and it would be like extra credit. So he, he knew he knew he had votes in hand. He knew how many he had. And he knew that from what he had had in his hand, plus whoever else voted for him, that he would have won. But the company, you know, they, they, they went on ahead and honored the fact that the guy won, even though his was a less than spectacular build. And he ended up, they ended up sending me one of the monitors, one of the prize winning monitors. It was like one of those big 30 inch monitors or something like that. It was that's, huge. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's, at least you got a moral victory. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh... But that's, that's, w- that's where popular vote can go wrong. And yeah. that's where, I think it's right for the manufacturers to bring it back to a uh, a, <clears throat> a participation value, but not something that is critical to the the overall score. 
like 10 percent yeah 10 20 30 yeah. percent you know it's not it's not the value it is a component of the value so that's good uh plus the... we, have okay, go ahead. we have some good judges for this competition there's a for cooler master yeah. yeah four of them i recognize uh, brian farrell which is the he's the ceo of primo chill okay. ronnie harrow Ronnie we know we know ronnie uh, Richard Kierskitter. Uh I've actually worked with him on a project. He's a modder from, uh, I believe, Germany? Netherlands. Netherlands, there you go. And then we have uh, Mr. Richard Soros. And there's also uh, Hernando Brandini. Yep. Hermano Brandini, I think he did. He replaced uh, second or, or first last year. He did like yeah. the the kind of steampunk wood panel cosmos mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the one he did. That one looks really sick. Yeah, it was. I that's bet. the one that that Dwayne really loved last year. Mm-hmm. And he was like wondering why why isn't this top? Remember that uh, part of our previous podcast? Dwayne was complaining why why didn't it take first place? That's the only reason I, I remember that it's not it's placed second or something. <laughs> and we have Anthony Leather as the the other one. He's a journalist. On Bitsec and Forbes, yeah. Uh, there's about nine minutes left. we got plenty of time. Okay, cool. So discuss your latest toy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, folks. Okay. So for those of you who don't know what I've been pursuing yeah. over the last couple of weeks. Not months, that actually. toy, Joe. Not that toy. <laughs> <laughs> back, in, uh, back in Thanksgiving, during the Black Friday sale, I picked up what's called an X-Carb. And an X-Carve is basically a home-use CNC machine. Um, you purchase it from a company called Inventables. Their website is www.inventables.com. We get no kickback from them. They're not a sponsor. They're not a banner buyer. They might be. We might want to talk to them about it. Well, look, but if, if you could buy it on Amazon, click on our link, please. <laughs> click, through, <laughs> click through to us. It, it <laughs> exactly. But... It's a home-use CNC machine. Now, it comes to you um, in all of its components. It's, it's completely apart. You put the whole thing together again. But the great thing about it is you can buy it to the size that you want. You can buy it small. You can buy it medium. You can buy it large. And I bought, like, the largest kit because I wanted to be able to work on window kits and stuff like that and to be able to have enough travel with the X, Y, and Z uh, to do to work on the windows the way I wanted, I needed the full one meter by one meter. Which, for those of you who don't know um, how to convert that, that's just about four foot by four foot. That's that's the table I had to build in order to put this thing onto it. And just today, just today, victory got all the software uploaded, uh, got all the uh, the stepper motors and the wheels calibrated and, and cinched down and. The belts were all tightened up, and and I, I, I plugged everything together, and no magic smoke came out, and 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 everything worked the way it was supposed to. I ran through the test calibration uh, cut, and it just worked stellar right out of the box. And then I spent about ten or fifteen minutes online looking for a a Diablo three logo that I could. They have this uh, they have this software, this free software that comes with it. Uh, it's web-based software. You run it through a browser, but it interfaces with a locally installed um, easel. The, the, the product is called Easel, and it runs yeah. through the web browser. 
but it works through a locally installed version of Easel that runs through a USB connection to an Arduino Uno board oh, as a GRBL daughter board sandwiched on top. And that's where your XYZ boards are all plugged into. So you're running a home CNC over a USB connection to an Arduino board with a daughter board on top of it. That's it. And, and, a, and, a, and a fan that's blowing cool air on top of it. So what's the and, uh, what's the resolution? How how defined can you get with this with this thing? Ah, uh, well, I mean, I, I put I put some uh, I put some videos up um, on Facebook. I'll I'll put them up on uh, I'll put them up on our website. Um, I only had a uh, uh, a one eighth inch um, bit, if you will. That it comes cut- with that one eighth inch. Yeah, it comes with a one eighth and a one quarter, um, but what I that Diablo logo that I cut out because it had like the fl- the, the the pillar the the pillar Roman numeral three behind the D, and they were kind of on fire. Uh, that fire had a high resolution to it, and the easel software immediately saw what I was cutting and said, "You need a smaller bit to oh, cut nice. this, or you need to make it bigger." so that the bit that's in here will cut this properly. I mean, it immediately told me that. So what, what, what materials can, can work on this one? Can it work with metals or plastics? Yes. You can do, uh, you can do copper, aluminum. Um, it's got feed rates for that. Uh, nice. You can also do acrylics, plastics, uh, lexans, polycarbonates. So you don't need woods. oil or something? You don't need to... Mm. Well, I'm sure that you would. I mean, all the standard precautions that you would. But okay. the great with easel, once you choose the material it is that you're going to be yeah, carving in... It, uh, well, mine is... Mine's a... Uh, mine's a, uh, it's a... It's a standard standalone router. It's a 611... The DeWalt, DeWalt, isn't it? Yeah, the DeWalt. So it, it plugs in and runs on its own. It's got its own independent speed control. You can purchase a router that you can control through the software, and, and it will either speed up or slow down, and it'll have full control of the router, of the actual oh. router motor itself. But so, the one that I have that I came with that came with the unit was a DeWalt 611 that runs independent. So what you have is a router, the one that actually will adjust the speeds, because I was looking and getting one as well, or a different CNC. The one that will adjust speeds based on the software is a spindle. And uh, basically with the DeWalt, it's uh, depending how you had yours wired up. I've seen a lot of people, they just have it plugged into the wall and it's just going. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one will actually wire into a different computer system, and then it, it attaches that Arduino board. Right, right. Yeah, there's a... You can you can pick up a uh, a different type of of spindle um, that will it depends on whether it's working off the twelve or twenty four volt. But there's instructions on where to plug it into on that GRBL board so that the software can control the spindle speed as well as the feed rate and the pathing on the board in order to cut out what you want to cut. Really, you- this the X carve I looked at it. It's good for softer metals. So, like I said, aluminum, copper, mm-hmm. uh, some brasses. You definitely don't want to put steel in it. Um, so you can make your own copper block, or like kind of for water cooling. Well, you you might be able to. I mean, but it would. You can. You just have to go very slow. Right. I was going to say. I mean, it all depends on the bit that you're using, and uh, you know, it, it, how much patience you have. 
Did you have it set it up uh, in your garage? Is it loud? Is it? It's not loud. It's not loud at no. all. You could have no. it in your room or something. Um, no, I mean, not for cleanup, but <laughs> for, uh, just. Well, I'll tell, uh, I was cutting MDF today, and and I ended up with like fine powder, almost like powdered sugar, like grain of powder, because you know it's it's not just into the board to the depth that you want and then cut it out. It's touch the top, start drawing it out, and then start working your way down in layers down to the depth that you want. And that work, that fine work that it does inside the design, whenever it's milling out a design like that, um, creates a really fine powder that goes everywhere. So the first thing I'm going to build is a uh, vacuum tube holder. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a vacuum on the back side of the bench where I've got some space, and just arc the tube over and have it clamped to the side and have it right there next to the the cutting bit, so that as it produces this dust, the vacuum is sucking it out. Yeah, what was your build sense. time on this? Hmm? What was your build time on this? Um, if I was to put it all back to back, it was probably about. I'd say about 60 hours. It, it probably took me the better part of a week, week and a half to do. because. But that was because, literally, I've never met a nickel I didn't like. And this is the most expensive tool I've ever purchased. So I was like spoon-feeding myself every <laughs> step. I mean, I would stop, and then I would step back, and I'd look at it. And I would work on it some more, and I'd stop, and I'd look back, and then I'd go back, and I'd listen to the video again just to make sure that I heard it correctly. Then I'd reread the instructions and go back. And, all right, that's good. Then I'd move to the next step. So, I mean, I took I took a whole lot of time that probably somebody who had already built one of these things wouldn't have needed to take, but I took it just out of sheer precaution. But it's actually, a, I mean, it's, it's a great way... To, it's a great way that they ship it in the sense that you now know everything about the machine. And, uh, you know, it, it makes it a lot easier to troubleshoot. But uh, I think um, now that it's working, it's going to be a, a, a great boon to my pocketbook. I hope it'll pay for itself. Yeah. <laughs> Come up with some tough stuff. You just went through a similar process <coughs> with the carve that I did with my Folger Tech uh, i3 Prusa 3D printer. Mm. It shipped to me in a box. It was not put together. Mm. It, was three, it was 300 bucks. Mm. But you sell a model that is put all together for you, and it's, I think, around 700 Right. So, like, is the, the amount of time it took me. For me, it took me 12 hours. Uh, that was putting it together, calibrating it, uh, doing failed prints. So never, it's never grayed out the box. Uh, on your first setup, you got to do tweaks. Um, but yeah, for 300 bucks, you basically learn how a 3D printer works. Right, and then you can troubleshoot it a lot easier. Well, folks, on that note, um, I think we're just a little bit over our 30 minutes, so we appreciate you sticking with us, but hopefully you've uh, learned and, uh, and, and, and gotten some, some ideas to stir your creative juices, get out there and compete and get in some of these, uh, these modding competitions. Um, or maybe you've learned some... Uh, uh, learned about a new tool that you want to start saving up for. Trust me, start saving up now. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk about before we go? 
Just join the join the gigabyte and click on. I'll put the XCarve link on Amazon or anything. And if you want to buy, just click on our link. It won't cost you extra, but it'll help us a lot with the hosting and giving away prizes when we go to QuakeCon. Very true. Very true. All right, guys. Well, uh, on behalf of uh, Ron, Joe, and myself, Craig Tate, signing off from Modders Inc. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Take care, guys. Don't forget to visit the website, Modders Inc. Yeah. Modders Inc. Com. Modders Inc. <laughs>